Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm back with a brand new episode of TGIF. No, we are back. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media with a little bit of shade thrown in here and there. And you might get your little laugh on. So get you something to drink because it's Friday and it's the show. We get a little more loosey goosey and get ready for this hot tea. Fellas, oh, please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? So wait a minute. Today, are we taking questions today? We are absolutely taking questions today. Oh, okay, so please, okay. soulmates, get your little questions started in the chat so we can get to them at the end of the show. And uh, we'll, we'll get to them. And uh, also, please welcome who someone who keeps saying he's unlocking his better self. We'll see if it's this week. Funky Dineva, what's up, Q? And I am. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd it be sounding like you are. And then we get to like, you know, Q's, your, your segment. Mm -hmm. And then all that effort goes down the drain. Mm -hmm. You know? You know, Al? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He always reveals his true colors. <laughs> but, Q, we're here, we're here to support you. We're here to support you. So Y'all just mad because y'all life boring. That's okay. Well, I <laughs> Claudia's is far from boring. And mm -hmm. mine, you know, might not be up to y'all's, but it's getting there. <laughs> what y'all do? Wait, first of all, what y'all sipping on? Anybody drinking anything today or what? What are we doing? Nope. You know, I'm unlocking my better self, and I'm drinking sweet tea. That looks like some whiskey. Right. Not me. <laughs> I'm going straight in. I'm doing vodka and orange juice. Okay. I'm drinking water because I, I don't know why I decided to go on a two-week no-sugar thing. And today's day two. And I don't know if y'all have ever done this before, but when you detox from sugar, you get the worst migraines. Like, I've yeah, taken Excedrin migraine. Oh, the witch. It's like it's like a drug addiction and, and cutting that, you know? That's I mean, they, they say sugar is 1,000 times more addictive than cocaine. So, I mean, and I think, too, Ooh. we don't realize how much of our food has sugar in it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah you could be going through a serious withdrawal. Yeah, I, I got off caffeine before and I had extreme migraines. So we'll see. But I'm drinking my water. I'm, I guess I'm unlocking my better. better self. Self. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> what well, I've been in Vegas the last two weekends. So in, in Atlanta. So, I, you know, hey, what y'all doing this weekend? Anybody got any plans? I'm, I'm thinking about hopping on a plane and coming to Miami. Come on down here. It's nice and warm. We got uh, mid 80s during the day. It's about 75 right now. Um. I had a rough week, long week, y'all. So I plan to just really like find some good stuff to watch on Netflix and just be under the covers all weekend. Not want, me. No, Not me, Claudia. You know, the Grammys are here in town in Los mm -hmm. Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, some of our icons like Slick Rick is being honored. Um, um, Grandmaster Flash is being honored. So I'll be on the carpet interviewing all our favorites um, here. And, you know, the, the influence of, of hip hop is being honored by Hip Hop 50 um, during the Grammy. So this is our time. So soulmates, be sure to put in the chat who you want me to catch on the red carpet at the Grammys. And I'll make sure I try to interview them. But other than that, keep your eyes and ears open for Wednesday's show to see all the fun things that Fox Soul has gotten access to um, while I interview a couple of interesting people in the entertainment game. Nice. I, he I hear there may be a very big surprise at the Grammys. I don't want to say who it is, but it's a big one. Ooh, big, okay. big, big female entertainer. But anyways, all right. Is it we'll the go. big one? Who is the big one these days? Is it Rihanna or is it Beyonce? Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Oh, don't give Rihanna shade like that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying no. no. I like them both. Yeah, I like them both. All right, well, let's get into these hot topics. We have a lot to talk about. Oh, and soulmates, don't forget to put your questions in the chat. We're gonna we're gonna reserve like a little bit more time today so we can really get to your questions and not rush through it. All right, let's get into it. 
Hitmaker Missy Elliott announced her nomination for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Missy tweeted, I've cried my eyes out. I've always dreamed big, but to be nominated for this is bigger than I dreamed. And I am so humbly grateful to Rock and Roll, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and to my fans who helped get me there. Please vote. Now, Missy is the first female rapper nominated for, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, are you guys excited for Missy? And, and what are your favorite songs from the queen of the hits? Because Missy got that pen. She's she's amazing. Q, what you think about this? Oh, listen, I am overjoyed. Um you know, of, of of all the female artists out there to be the first, there will be none more fitting than Missy. I mean, aside from her stellar catalog, Missy has written for some of everybody she's produced. I mean, Fantasia owes her career to Beyonce because Missy wrote damn near all that first album. She's wrote a lot of hits for Beyonce. She did So Gone for Monica. I mean, Missy is that girl. So she definitely belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As far as my favorite tracks, you know, I'm a B-track type of girl. I always love the songs that are never the ones played on the radio. So like I like Friendly Skies off Super Duper Fly. Um, I love Meltdown off of the cookbook. Like I got quite a few Missy joints. I love Missy and she is looking, um, she dropped so much weight. She's like model status with her weight now. Al, what you think about this? Listen, come on, Virginia. You guys know I'm from Virginia. You know, Missy Elliott was from Virginia. When I think of Missy Elliott, I think of all the new, the whole new sound that she created for Aaliyah, her and Timberland and all that they did. Um, with like like you said with Monica, but not only with Monica, we can't remember, can't forget Little Kim, Keisha Cole. We can't forget Mary J. Blige. We can't forget Ma, uh, what's the one, Ma, the one with Pink and Maya, Christina Aguilera. Um, when I think of Missy, I just feel like she is finally getting what she deserves, and that it couldn't have happened to a better person. Like, oh, genuine one of one of Claudia's old booze. Let's not forget one that. of my very good friends, one of my closest friends. Shout out to genuine. We yeah, love you. To genuine. What else? I mean, Missy has dominated the musical landscape for so long. I mean, like I said, it couldn't happen to a better human being. Missy's nice. She's sweet. She's kind. She's giving. She's developmental. She's helped everyone she stepped in the space missy big shout out to you no one deserves this more than you and i hope that your night is as big as anything that you've ever dreamed of for being nominated or inducted into the hall of fame i like missy because she didn't have to like shove her sexuality down your throat it just really is about her you know her 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 talent not to take away from the girls that are super like exuding all that sex and stuff but i just like that she just could put out a track literally a trash bag and rocket and her visuals of all her videos are super duper fly by all of my girl all these songs i freaking love her confidence and she's like authentic and like a little bit off the beaten path and i think that makes her so dope the only thing i'm disappointed about is why did it take this long missy right. been that girl and hanging with the fellas and really stood out amongst them. So congratulations, Miss Missy Elliott. We are very, very proud of you. All right, y'all, speaking of music, have you guys been following the Beyonce Challenge? Yes. Okay, for those who are unaware, the Beyonce Challenge stems from her, her recent appearance in Dubai, her performance, when she used her trained vocals to execute a melodic scale during her song, Drunk in Love. Now in true fashion, many celebrities and fans tried to emulate her skills but most of them missed the mark. Now, talk show host Nina Parker shared her thoughts on this challenge and tweeted, 
This Beyonce challenge has to stop. Y'all can't even hum like her, let alone sing. Please be for real. Al, do you agree with Nina, Nina Parker? Should the fans leave the vocals to Beyonce? Or are they just having a good time? What you think? I listen, I don't think they should leave it. I, I've watched a few on Instagram. I thought that, of course, they weren't as good as Beyonce, but they definitely gave it a try. And to watch that range on different artists and other uh, celebrities and fans attempting that just lets me know the reason why Queen B is the Queen B. She's the one with the voice. Everybody else is simply trying to be Beyonce. All right. Q, what you think? I, I liked it a lot. It uh, it definitely showed for all those people who like to say, you know, she ain't that good of a singer. Yes, the hell she is. But I'm going to tell you who did it. JoJo, the singer JoJo. JoJo is one of the most underrated voices in R&B to me. And I like when JoJo tried it. Uh, 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 Johnny Blaze did it from her garage and she should have left it alone. Um, and there's a, quite a other few people in there who should have left it alone. But if y'all want to check it out, check out JoJo's uh, stab at it. She did a pretty good job. I think it's cute. Like, of course, no one's going to sound like Beyonce. It's the Beyonce challenge. And I think it's cute that people are trying. It's great marketing. It, it, it absolutely is. Whenever you have a song, a challenge or a dance that goes along with the song, it does not hurt. And I think it's cute to see people try. I like it. I'm here for it. I can't sing it all. You, you kind of do a little... Would you say a little yin yin yang? Or I can do a little yin yin yang right now. You know, I I, I could I could hit my note carry a little. Well, let's take, see. Let's you see. You take you a stab at it? I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't finna have me on the blogs, honey. No man. Ooh. Oh, but you can be on the blog for all that other nastiness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, Dollar General employees in, in Indiana were caught uh, marking down items to benefit themselves. Loss prevention informed the store that employees have been discounting items, then selling them to themselves. The employees have been accused of stealing almost $6,000 worth of items since December of last year. What are your thoughts on the story? Q, let's start with you. Did this start in Florida? Because this sounds very scammy, very short. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm just Don't let her come from Florida like that, Q. He knows. I, I'm just <laughs> laughing my butt off because I didn't even know Dollar General had loss prevention. Like I literally thought, I literally thought like the cashier was the manager, the security guard, and the stock person. Because every time I happen to slide in one for some off reason, it's only ever two people in the doggone store. Um, but you know what? Y'all had to be marking down a whole lot of stuff because the article said one person got caught for about four thousand dollars worth of stuff, another person got caught for about sixteen hundred dollars worth of stuff. That's a lot of you know, low price items you had to mark off right off and 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 sell to yourself in order to make off with their money. But you know what? This is what happened when you don't pay your people decent wages. They steal from you. So um, you know, they're gonna get it by hook or crook. And and Dollar Dollar General, they got it by crook. Marking down stuff at Dollar General. Right. I mean, I mean it's real <laughs> low brow. You guys um, clearly have not been in Dollar General recently. It, 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 some items can get very pricey in there, like detergent, <laughs> you know, things that we use every day that, that's pricey. You know, Dollar General, everything in there is not just a dollar. And I know because I shop at Dollar General. But anyway, you know what's so interesting? U.S. retail workers are number one in theft over anyone else, including the five-fingered uh, shoplifters that come into uh, retail stores. And it's interesting because in the United States, employee theft counts for 
$15 billion in revenue compared to shoplifters who only account for $2.3 billion. And I will say this to everybody that has a scam going on in the store. You think you're getting away with it, but in fact, what they're doing is building a case for you, like in this situation, this was built, a case built on this employee over a, a course of time. So look, if you're gonna steal, you gotta make sure you cross all your T's and dot all your I's, even though I'm not an advocate of it, but know that usually if you're stealing, someone's watching. So be careful or don't do it. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or just maybe not steal from Dollar General. I mean, damn. You know what? Those those numbers are startling, though, because you would think that if the companies realize they're losing that much money, more money in employee theft, I wonder if they could curtail a large percentage of that by just giving those people an extra two dollars an hour. Well, you know, Q, that makes a lot of sense. But can you imagine if they allow that much shrinkage? Imagine how much they're actually making. Right. 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 So that's the key. That's what we all need to be in uproar about, because if you're allowed, if people if we're losing 18 billion dollars in revenue, can you imagine how much they're making in revenue? Well, that's where the sweatshops in China come in, you know, <laughs> have them little kids make the stuff for one cent. They sell it for a dollar. They ninety nine X. OK, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Put your questions in the chat for the end of the show for the three of us. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back to TGIF. Make sure you put your questions for the three of us in the chat so we can get to your questions at the end of the show. Al, before we move on, we have a correction to the last story. Correct about yes, that. Yes, yes. Sorry. Sorry. So it's $18 billion is what employees in U.S. stores are stealing. However, it's only $2.3 billion more than our original shoplifters, where I said shoplifters accounted for $2.3 billion. It's actually $16 billion, but still the number's incredibly high, right? But mm -hmm. I want to make sure I, I, our soulmates can always rely on me to give you the facts, and I want to make sure my facts are right. Thank you, Claudia. All right, no problem. We always gonna do our best to give y'all actual and factual information. All right, y'all, moving on. Lizzo recently reveals her wax figure at Madame Tussauds uh, in Las Vegas, but her fans are not here for it. One person wrote, why they do her cinnamon rolls like that? Damn. Another person wrote, get someone else to do it. Y'all didn't have to have that queen with a hunch. <laughs> oh, Lord, are y'all here for Lizzo's wax figure? Q, let's go to you first on this one. <laughs> you know what let's go to al and come back to q al go ahead give us Listen, i don't know am i the only one i actually thought it was pretty decent i actually thought it was pretty good production can you put that picture back up there now you know the ones in the past maybe we know that lizzo has arrived because the people that they've said that they've hated in this wax figure space was people like rihanna they didn't like hers they didn't like michael jackson's they didn't like beyonce's they didn't like naomi campbell's they didn't like holly berry's they didn't like madonna so maybe she has arrived maybe she is showing her true level of of support i mean of success being that they messed up hers too i don't know did they mess it up though i thought I it was good so. i thought it was good i think they gave a little bit too much tata -ta meat a little bit like they they went a little hard there i'm like it ain't like that they gave a little well it definitely ain't true to size um, but they, I think they did a good job. I think 
they captured the face. I don't know which moment or which performance of hers they were trying to mimic, but all in all, I think they did a good job with Lizzo and her wax figure. And she seems to be pleased. Okay. You know, there's a certain segment of our population, which it seems to be bigger and bigger. That's never going to be happy with anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like just never, it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be right. And these are the people that are like just the biggest critics and the loudest. Though, but uh, you know, Claudia, I wonder if they have different sculptors working. I'm, I'm sure they do because some of them they nail spot on, like the mm-hmm. Angela Bassett one. I mean, I couldn't tell the statue from Angela, and then other ones just be like, "Nah, nah, y'all shouldn't even unveil this." Like sometimes they just kind of like half-ass do it, like. Mm, or they let, maybe they let the apprentice, the apprentices do it, or the interns. <laughs> And there is a difference. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Instagram model Mary Magdalene revealed that she is going back to her natural body after one of her size 38J breast implants burst. I just saw this on Instagram before I signed up for the show. Uh, take a look at this. Yeah, basically my breast implant popped again. And I am having surgery to take them out next week i am gonna go back natural her lips gonna pop next (laughs) okay that's (laughs) listen listen, she got baby she one fruit roll up lip smack away (laughs) before, before her lip smack and if she mess around and sit down in the airplane seat too hard, her ass gonna pop. If I was her, why she died now? Because you, you know what, Claude, she'll get a two for one. Or they, you know, the, the more you do at one time, they give you a discount. She need to go ahead and get her lips done, her other breasts done. Because see, now she gonna look real stupid because she gonna have all this butt <laughs> right here and she not gonna have enough front. To, um, to offset it. The front and the back got to go together. Now, she added this whole new thing with the lips got to go with the front, with the back. That's that new, new. That's that 2027, and I ain't on that yet. But she need to get all that mess taken up out of her. Mm. Al, what do you think about? You know what? Thank goodness that she's doing it. Thank goodness that somewhere in her head is registering to her that it's unhealthy. But I, production, can you put that picture back up? Of her, what? <laughs> what is that? A tumor. What? Oh, it looks like a tumor. But you know what's so interesting? If we had a full body, you know, the the right side, the left side of her breast is big, but the right side of her hip is smaller than the left side of her hip. I wish y'all could see it. Her body is really deformed, and I'm really glad, honestly, that she's taking this uh, this this serious and she's getting this stuff removed because obviously she's having a huge number of health challenges that just aren't worth it. I'm going to say it. What the hell is up with these doctors, and I say doctors with the air quotations uh, around them, that you don't get your license taken away from you to do these kind of mutilations on these people. Listen, we all know what natural looks like. And and I even get if you want to go a little bit above natural, you want to get, but isn't the point of all this to look better? And yes, it's your body, your choice, but what doctor signs off on this? It's like, this is okay. I'm proud of myself today. They are mutilating these people. Like, I think there's a lot of people with mental health issues that go in and they have these things about them. Like, I want to look like a cat 
Oh, yeah. I want to look like a blow up doll. And the doctors be like, okay, I'll talk to most. Okay. We're just going to inject 2000 CCs. Like it's so ridiculous and that no good could come of this. And I don't know if y'all seen, I've, I've sent this lady's um, profile to a few of my friends, like, look at this, right. Trying to kind of understand, like wrap my head around it. Um, the lips, the butt, the, the fit, ridiculous fake hips. Like she's had so many muti- like mutilation surgeries done on herself. And I'm like, what's the goal? And I, I really feel like, you know, they make you go through therapy when you, for gender reassignment surgery. And I think before any kind of surgery, I think that cosmetic surgery to this degree should require some kind of counseling as well. Some kind of pre-surgery counseling because now what? And now when you take all that out, right? You got size J breasts. That skin. That's, she gonna look like a stingray with all that skin just <laughs> laughing around. That's what it's gonna give. And then you're gonna have to do another surgery. Like it's just, these doctors are just extremely irresponsible with what they sign off on, I think. Well, didn't she have like a number of doctors that wouldn't do wouldn't do the surgery? So she had to go out of the country and she found this, you know, underground doctor that would still perform these procedures and surgeries on her. And ladies and gentlemen, when you go to get surgery, there's a difference between um, just going to a body doctor, right? And you have to go to a certified cosmetic surgeon. You have to go to a certified plastic, plastic surgeon because you got people here that are literally taking weekend courses, right? Couple weekends and they are operating on you guys. Board certified surgeon if you're going to do anything. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. All right, y'all. Under a controversial uh, proposal in Massachusetts, incarcerated people could be incentivized to donate their organs and bone marrow in exchange for a swifter chance at freedom by having their sentence reduced. That's right, giving up organs to get out of prison earlier. Now the legislation is formally known as Bill HD 3822, and it's described as an act to establish the Massachusetts Massachusetts incarcerated individual bone marrow and organ donation program. Now participants would specifically uh, be able to receive between 60 and 365 days off their sentence. I personally think this is a recipe for disaster. Al, what do you think about this proposal? You know what, Claudia, I'm torn. And let me tell you why I'm torn. I'm torn because it's it's against everything that's related to the National Organ Transplant Act, which says that if you are donating or give an organ for compensation, you can face up to five years in prison and a $50,000 fine. However, I am, they said specifically that it was bone marrow as well as kidney and liver. And what we do know is that in the African-American community, bone marrow um, donations are bottomed out. No one gives it. No one in the African-American community gives it. So those African-American citizens that need it end up dying and having short-lived lives because there's no one making those donations for my community. So there's a part of me that's finding the good in these prisoners. And it's not like we're only giving them a max of one year reduction in their sentence. So it's a part of me that's saying, hey, if we can save more African-Americans that are not in prison to do good things, then why not use those who have exercised some indiscretion to land them in prison to donate so that they could save some lives to reduce their sentence no more than a year? I can almost understand it and would be interested in learning a little bit more legislation around it. Okay. Q, what do you think? 
at first I was like, oh, heck no, because it was co I felt like it was coercion. I felt like you got people who are going to be donating organs who ordinarily would not have been doing that because they had been incentivized to do so. But then when I found out that the prison sentence reduction was only 60 days to a year, I was like, well, I mean, it's not enough time to really, truly sway anybody. I mean, hell, if you give a damn kidney or 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 uh, the other thing, kidney or liver, you're going to be down for six damn months of the damn uh, uh, and do I and do I got to give the organ before or, <laughs> at, or, at, or, or after? You know what I'm saying. And then when you think about it, okay, I'm giving the organ, but now I got to sit up and flood out the prison hospital for the recovery. So no, I'm I I think there's another way we could do this. I, I get what they're trying to do, and I I get the need right because we do have a shortage of organs. And I I actually helped out this kid a long time ago that was on a, like a, a not Make a Wish, but it's similar. It was called Special Wish Program that was they said he had terminal uh, uh, kidney failure, but he ended up living right. And I felt so bad for him because he as a child he's at the top of the list, and once he got older and hit 18, he got pushed down to the bottom of the list. I felt so bad. I really got attached to him. Shout out to Snoop Dogg, who really helped me and did, gave his kids so much stuff. I'll get into that another time. Um, I just feel like with anything, these kind of programs leave too much for humans to corrupt it, right? And let me just, you know, like the coercion part, the, yeah. hey, some rich white billionaire needs a, a, a kidney and, you know, we already have judges signing off and incarcerating young black boys. And then we find out later on that hundreds of cases of these kids should have never been in prison. Right. So I just feel like we're just too corrupt as a nation, as a system for this to really work, because if somebody rich needs that organ, they're going to get that organ. And how do we really know that prisoner? Maybe there's mentally, mentally ill people in those prison systems. You know, where does it end? And I just feel like it just leaves too much to chance with our corrupt system the way it is. But if you voluntarily say, Hey, I'm in South, you know, we can prove it. Maybe there's a whole panel of your family. I don't know, but we're just too wicked in America and, and money hungry when it comes and, and organs are too much in need that I feel like it's just too easy to do this to black poor people, poor, especially poor black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels predatory. Definitely feels predatory. But we do need to uh, sign off more on organ donation. That is definitely something that we are definitely lacking, especially in our community and even like donating blood. I know we're so paranoid and black people rightfully so for what they've done to us historically in this country, you know, for sterilizing us without our permission, all kinds of things that they've done to us, experiments. But, you know, the organ you donate voluntarily could save something you care about. All right, moving on in Florida news. Q, a man bit off the head of a pet snake during a domestic dispute. Oh, I see you hanging your head in shame. Miami-Dade police officers responded to an apartment complex after receiving a report of a couple arguing. Now, the officers heard screams from a woman inside and kicked in the door to arrest the suspect, Kevin Mayoga. Mayoga resisted arrest, which led to an altercation. And when he was restrained, the woman told police officers that Mayorga had bit off the head of her pet ball <laughs> python. The snake was found next to the door with a detached head. Funky, what is going on in your mm -hmm. place, in your, 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 your state? I don't know, baby, because last night I ate pork chop, not snake, okay? <laughs> and and uh, ooh, I was about to say, and the only other snake I know, honey, mm. We're going to say that for the After Dark show. But, <laughs> um, you know, this is just nasty. You, you know, this is just nasty. I don't know how anyone could put anything live in their mouth and then 
fight it. Like he has got to be crazy, or he had to be that riled up to do that to that woman. Snake, poor snake, that snake didn't deserve to go out like this. And on behalf of the Better Business and the Tourist Bureau of Miami-Dade County, I'm here to let you know that this man is not a representative of the fine, 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 law-abiding, tax-paying, classy-based residents of Miami-Dade County. When and I guess, I guess the woman at the airport and everybody else that we report on. The woman at the airport was traveling <laughs> through Miami. She was The man that had sex with his pit bull. His pit bull. <laughs> hey, y'all, try this when you have a second. When TGIF goes off, right, go to Google, type in Florida man and any date. And any a date. A whole bunch of stuff comes watch up. Watch what comes up. You're welcome. Yeah, but you know, you know what's so interesting about this, Q and, and Claudia. So allegedly, the man is facing more time with the animal cruelty charges for biting the neck off of a snake than he will on his domestic violence crime. How freaking sad is that? I mean, that's how. Well, I mean, it's probably equal if he just roughed her up, but he bit the head Q. off the snake. Q, you can't touch a woman. You, you, you just can't beat up the woman now. We, we, well, can't, we can't advocate. We can't advocate beating up women, Q. I know, I'm not advocating. <laughs> I'm just saying we wasn't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> some some of them deserve for you to fight them back, okay? We don't know what happened. That lady could have did something to that man and he was fighting her back. Okay, but the snake died. Okay, at least she here to see another day. The snake, she, she might got a bruised ass and a oh, black eye, you. but the snake <laughs> is dead. Okay, Claudia, Never get it, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, especially my sisters out there, only in America will it be okay. Like there's more simple hate than it is for a woman. We're going to make excuses for this woman, uh, for the snake, but not for the woman. For that man to be man enough to bite the head off that snake, <laughs> that snake did something. Sometimes men are just crazy without the woman being at fault. How about that? You see, can, can we see his picture real quick one more time, Mr. Mayorga? Oh, yeah. It's her fault. Nah, he crazy. <laughs> Thank you. I arrest Mr. my Walker, I tried to help you, Mr. Hey, he tried. You he tried crazy to help all hell. Ladies, I got y'all back. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Make sure you put your questions in the chat. I hope there's a lot of Florida questions for Q tonight in the chat. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. Don't forget to throw your questions in the chat and our producers will get them to me and we will read your questions on the air at the end of the show. All right, y'all, listen, I don't know if y'all know, but I am on a home buying journey right now and it's been so important to keep my credit up and be aware of any changes. And I'm so glad that I am a customer of Scoremaster now. Uh, charging higher interest rates is how banks make so much money and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Scoremaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now, say your credit is 650 and you're borrowing 500 grand to refinance your home. Starting at Scoremaster, you could save over 75 grand in interest 
over the life of your loan or more. That 75 grand is money, not the banks. That's your money, not the banks. Now that's the genius behind the ScoreMaster three-week rule, especially now with the soaring interest rates. Now it only takes a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. Now, before you apply for any loan, auto lease or credit, start at ScoreMaster. Visit scoremaster.com slash T to try ScoreMaster free. That's right, free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T. Once again, that's scoremaster.com slash T. Promotional considerations furnished by ScoreMaster. I highly recommend it. I get my alerts every few days and it's definitely helped me keep mine up, up, and away. All right, y'all, let's get back to the show. Tiffany Haddish uh, appeared to be in shock when TMZ reporters asked her about the backlash she has been receiving since announcement of her movie, Girls Trip 2. Apparently, some fans don't think Haddish should be included in the movie the second time around because of the child molestation lawsuit that was filed last year against her and Ari Spears. Now, Tiffany told reporters, I will do anything with those women. I love those people. I love everybody that worked on that. We had a blast. They want to work with me. I want to work with them. She added, I can't be concerned about what people think. I got to be concerned about how I feel when I look in the mirror. Am I happy with what I see? Yes, ma'am. God made it. God did a good job and God knows the truth. All right, Al, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I just think it's sad, right? Um, I, I I find it very interesting how forgiving we can be as a culture and intake of consumers of of content, and then how we cannot be, how we can forget and forgive for some people and forget and forgive not for others. And I think the issue with Tiffany, just is just my assessment, is Tiffany was kind of on that cusp anyway. We weren't sure about her comedy. Some people thought she was funny. Some people thought she wasn't. But she still endeared America. And she did television. She did game shows. She did comedy tours. She was in a high-profile relationship. She was just winning, 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 winning. And then when this, this, this unfortunate event happened, it's almost like we kicked her out the club. And a lot of people want to lock the door. And I don't really understand that because I still think Tiffany is extremely funny. I think Tiffany is extremely talented. And I think she has a whole lot of yardage in this entertainment industry. And it would be sad for us to kind of not forgive her and let her back in. All right. Kia, what do you think? Now, you know, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm one of those people who does not find Tiffany Haddish's brand of humor funny. But that aside, her life doesn't deserve to be completely destroyed because of this situation. You know, it was in the past. They handled it. It's been handled to the satisfaction of the parents of those children and of the children involved. And it's time to let, let you know, to let bygones be bygones, let her go on. Everybody else in Hollywood has had their hiccups um, and, and she shouldn't have to pay for this forever. She lost a lot of jobs. During that time, it was embarrassing. I'm sure that there are some relationships that have been tarnished and a few people that will probably never work with her again. But she definitely deserves to still be able to work. I agree. And Girls Trip is the the movie that blew up her career. So uh, I, I don't think I've mentioned this, but back in the day when I used to live in L.A., I used to live in Playa Vista and I was training with this trainer, Eric Nall, who's so good. And Tiffany wanted to lose some weight. So I invited her. She's come. We used to meet up and work out the beach. And she was like, yeah, I'm about to go do this little movie in, in, in New Orleans. So I'm trying to lose a little a few pounds. She never made a big deal out of it. It was like just a whatever. And that movie was Girls Trip. Totally blew up her whole life and changed her life. 
And I remember seeing Tiffany around LA. I used to be a big fan of uh, the comedy clubs and she was really trying to do her thing for a long time. Like when I tell you this girl was grinding, there was another show I used to host, according to him and her, me and Finesse Mitchell. But Tiffany was one of the talking heads in that show. And to see how she went from there to after Girls Trip and to that hard work, she's not someone that just showed up in Girls Trip. She put in the work for a long time. So I say that to say this, the double standards when it comes to men and women in the entertainment business, a lot of times fueled by women's hatred of other women is ridiculous. We can make every excuse in the book for Tory Lanez, for Chris Brown, for R. Kelly, and not saying if for Bill Cosby, not saying that they shouldn't get second chances, but let's give the same grace to Tiffany Haddish, to Chrisette Michelle, because let's see when a woman, do, woman does it, we off with her head. She's worthless. Throw her away. We penalized Tiffany Haddish more than Aerie Spears. And Aerie Spears was more trifling in that video than Tiffany Haddish. I'm going to go ahead and say it. But she's the bigger name. And I think, listen, am I, am I saying that what it was, the video was cool? Absolutely not. But we are over here giving murderers, child molesters, and rapists and pedophiles second chances. And, and a lot of times we got to we got to check ourselves, y'all. We do not have the same. We don't have the same standards. Chrisette Michelle does one thing with Donald Trump. The inauguration canceled. Kanye West wrapped his arms literally around Trump. And, well, his mother died. Like, let's have some kind of even kind of scale here because it's not right. It's not right. I don't think she deserves to just be canceled her entire life. All right, y'all. That was my rant for the day. All right, let's move on. A customer. Oh. Never mind. We're going to take a quick commercial break because that rant was too long. We'll be back with more <laughs> after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. It is Friday. So Friday at the end of the show, the last segment is when we answer all your questions. Ooh, y'all, we got over 4,500 watching the show live in the hey, chat. Hey, 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 hey. Can we get to oh, five? I'm going to cut up for real now. Let me sit up. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to 5,000, though? Can we get like to attention. 5, Look at him. <laughs> I, I want the people to come by. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe this dildo story will get more people uh -oh. to join in. A customer attempted to steal a 30-inch dildo from an adult store in West Hollywood. The surveillance footage showed the shopper snatched the sex toy off a display table, tuck it under their arm, and mm -hmm. walk out the front door. Now, the sex toy costs $700. What are your thoughts on the story? And have you guys ever stolen anything outrageous? Um, For the obvious reasons, I'm going to go to Q first on this one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I, I told y'all uh, uh, one of the Q times I stole them jeans out the store. Uh, <laughs> and, and that guy got caught. And then I did steal some money from a job one time. I had to say that one for my memoir. Um, this is crazy. But, you know, whoever took it, this really comes off. Like, you know how in college, when you do stupid stuff, you steal the chicken mascot from the chicken place or you steal the head of the school mascot because clearly ain't nobody sticking no 30-inch dildo up their hoo-ha, okay? And, you know what I mean, there's just nothing you can do with a statue size. Uh, dildo. I would just be curious to know who got it and what 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 they're going to do with it and what the talk is going to be when people come over to their house and see that statement piece. 
Well, let's go to our resident freak on the panel who has done a little <laughs> bit of everything. He probably has done this. Al Reynolds, what do you done think about this? What, the, what the heck I'm going to do with a dang old two-foot black dildo? This is what I will say, though. That woman cased that joint. She saw that big old BBC before, and she was like, I'm going to get it. And you know how BBC will have people not thinking logically. We, we all know that, right? Especially me, a black woman. Once she sees something, Big old BBT, she gonna get it, and that's exactly what she did. But too bad she couldn't get out the door with it. Well, Al, what type of black women you roll with? Al Claudia, he said once a black woman see it, she gonna get it. Right. I said, I'm offended. <laughs> Why would you be offended? A black woman loves a good piece. Now, don't I, don't act like you not. I think I, I think Al is projecting. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. We do love a big piece, especially with some girth to it. But uh -oh. enough is enough. Like 30 inches. Ain't no one trying to wreak havoc on this cervix now. <laughs> I mean, like, we, there's limits to this. A nice eight, nine is very impressive. Three potatoes, one potato, two potato, three. That's nice. That's amazing. Okay. But 30 inches, that's like eight, like eight potatoes. That's, that's, that's two genuines in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, Ooh, in a, in a, 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 I'm saying I heard those are the ones that, you know, I mean, we've all seen one. But anyways, yeah, well, I'm gonna get us out of this segment right now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, ask your questions for us in the chat and we'll get to the very end. All right, y'all. A high school freshman in Georgia's Rockland County is facing criminal charges after assaulting her teacher, which left the teacher with a broken leg. Now, we don't have the video, but um. In the video, the student can be heard yelling at the teacher. I don't give a bleep if you're an adult or not. You're not going to talk to me like that. You dumb bleep. Now, the student then attempted to close the door on the teacher who pushed it back, resulting in a hands-on scuffle. Um, Al, what do you think about this? Absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. The parents, from what I understand, are being charged because she's underage. And like I said, I, on the post, I put not only should the parent be charged, the school should be charged, the school board should be charged, the mama should be charged, the daddy should be charged, the child should be charged, the superintendent should be charged. I would charge every single one of them. And you want to know why? Because that wasn't even her class. She was in the she's a teacher at the school, been there 27 years in that school district and was covering for a teacher that was late to work or missed work so can you imagine covering for a teacher to only put up with some nonsense like that and that type of disrespect and end up with a broken foot at the end i would sue them all and get my money and take fmla what is it cute fmla and take some time off i promise you this when i tell you this is happening every day in the classrooms and i think it starts at home and those parents should be held at the 10th like whatever it is the maximum is the parents should have to then go and serve it all right. Well, Q, I know you're not totally against fighting kids. So what do you think about this story? She should have beat her ass down to the ground. Let me <laughs> I got a lot of teachers who are, uh, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are particularly female friends who are school teachers. And we talk all the time. And one of my friends, uh, 
Laquisha was telling me that basically they are trained and, and, and flat out told that you can't do anything back, that you are to call security and basically stand there and at best try to shield your face. But this, if you guys watch this video, take time to watch it. This was a situation that warranted this lady fighting back. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like that this information about teachers not being able to fight the students back has circulated because that is what emboldens these children mm -hmm. to do this. Because all things constant, that little frail little girl wouldn't have been able to fight that woman. And, uh, and what I saw was a woman concerned about her job. Mm. Okay. The way she sat there and that girl was just fighting her. That woman did everything in her power not to fall back. Then to ultimately end up falling to the ground and breaking her leg when she could have just grabbed that little heifer by her head and swung her ass across that classroom. I just think we've got to find another way. And I'm going to be honest with you. While I am glad that there were consequences for the parents, I don't necessarily know that charging the parents because everything ain't always the parents' fault. Can you imagine some hardworking mother is at work somewhere doing what she needs to do to provide for her family, and now she finds herself in trouble because her child wanted to go down to the schoolhouse and show out when she should have been getting her lesson. So, you know, I don't know what the right answer is, but this lady should have beat her ass, and I hate that it happened. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but good news. When we get back, it's all about y'all's questions for us. We'll be right back with more right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, this is my favorite part of the show. We now get to show some love to the fans. We open up the chat. You got to ask us anything. Are y'all ready? Yes. All right, these are questions from y'all. And I also told Al and Q, feel free to ask each other a question if there's something you want to know. So let me go to the chat first. Um, JKZ1990 says, question, Al, when is your first date with Dorian? <laughs> hey. I'm here for that. Listen, I haven't even heard from him. I haven't even gotten the, the products yet. So, hey, y'all need to get on Dorian on that one. Like, where are my products? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, question for Q. Uh, Miss B2U. Question for uh, Funky. Are you ever going to talk about why it didn't work out with you and Sister Circle? So I can't I, I, I can't go into detail because I don't want to um, disparage the other people that work there. But let's just say um, I did not like the people who were in charge of it and, and, and what was running. And so because of that, I um, just really didn't care about the job. And I came late twice and got let go. Okay. Look at, your, look at, you, look at your growth. We're proud of yeah. you, Q. Yeah. Um, Platinum Falls 788. Claudia, have you ever been in a domestic violence relationship? If so, how did you overcome the trauma? Uh, yes, I have. Unfortunately, more than once, it was twice. And I still have a scar on my knee to this day. I said the day that that scar goes away is the day that I would forgive him. And I, I, it hasn't gone away. Um, it's a whole long story that I will put in the book, but it was a breakup gone bad. And um, I found out that he did a lot of steroids and he had a lot of that rage. 
Um, and he was like uh, the things that he would get mad at would be crazy. Like we went bowling. Like I kept beating him. Like if he got a nine, I will get a 10. Like I just was trying to throw got a ball. And he was everything. He was just fighting about everything. He was just very. And he, you know what? He was in the Tony Braxton video when all the fine guys come up the elevators. He's one of those guys. And he's the guy I tell the story, the Planet of the Apes story that he auditioned for and didn't get it. He's in that video. You can find him in that video. Okay. Uh, Chastity Peasant. Q, why did you stop reviewing Pose? You got us all invested and then you stopped. What's the tea? So, you know, I always tell you guys, and I'm going to give you a little secret. Because I have to watch TV for a living, for work, when I find something that I really, really, really like, I want to be able to watch it and enjoy it as a viewer and keep that for me. And Pose was so good and touched me so deep that I didn't want to view it and it be work. I just wanted to indulge and enjoy it. And so that was why. Okay. All right. Question for Al. Um, DDL. Al, have you ever had a hookup with a DL male celebrity? You don't have to say, don't say. Good question. Um, Yes. Put it in the chat when we talk later. Uh (laughs) Another question, a little darling with a big story who does an amazing job reviewing our show. Please go follow her page. She puts the best clips together. A little darling with a big story. Question for Al. Have you had any gentleman callers over since you moved to L.A.? Uh, Nope. Nope. Listen, I'm still trying to find a path from the door (laughs) to the bedroom. Uh, Working on it, though. Working on it. Uh, Me and my assistant, who's my nephew, who stays with me. So uh, no gentleman callers and no female callers either yet. Okay. Uh, KX, uh, wait, when did Claudia host? According to him and her, I only remember free hosting. Okay, so quick story. Um, I was doing it with uh, Finesse Mitchell. We did that first season and they were like, "Mm, it was a little awkward with, with us, with our chemistry. It was, they were working out the bugs the first season. They let they had a meeting with us for season two. They let us go that day. I was devastated. I was like, this was my comeback. Left and went to the Abbey with a couple friends of mine, B. Scott and Mr. Ray, met Carlos King. He met me and said, I'm going to change your life. I'm putting you on Housewives. So I left. I got fired that day. And I got that led to me getting on Atlanta Housewives the very next day. Like, I always get a job right after I get fired. Same with Ricky Smile. Like, every show has always led to another gig. So I, I, I don't ever get sad with it. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, what? Janice Hull. Claudia, do you wash your bras after every use? No. I got a question for Claudia. I got a okay. question for Claudia because mm-hmm. you were talking. You said genuine. So when you made that reference, were you saying that genuine, you know, in your experience was almost like a two foot BBC? Al, it's on the end. Al, you over there for you feeling frisky. It's on the internet. <laughs> it's on the internet, Al. Just Google it. What's on the internet? Oh, I thought maybe she had front seat coverage. I mean, and listen, it's, listen, okay. It's no seat. I, I dated him before, okay? So I know, okay. yes. And he, we remain friends. He's very blessed. Ooh. You know who else is blessed? And I didn't ever mess with him. And I talk about it on Jason Lee's show on Tuesday, me and Lunell. Mark Cooper and Too Short, some of the biggest penis I've ever seen, and not dating. They it's a whole story. How do you? How do you? How, if you never saw it in person, how you know that? It's I did see it in person. We're at the Playboy Mansion. One of my fr- and friends uh, harassed. I, we don't have enough time. 
We're going to have to get into it next time. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Gaiva, <laughs> for being here tonight. Oh, this is what a professional TV host does. Leave y'all hanging. Okay, Baldwin Wallace College and Long Island University College. All right, Long Island University. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Um, we've had a, fa a fantastic time. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales. We'll see you next week. Bye, Pony. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>